That voice shaped American foreign policy for decades. One of the most influential figures in American foreign policy as a you know, I remember as a young political science student at the University of Illinois studying Kissinger, learning about realpolitik, learning about detente, things that, you know, he invented, shaped, used to develop foreign policy for the United States. In this case, talking about response to terrorism. Something has to crystallize out of this violence. And it won't happen without our leadership. We cannot do it all by ourselves. But we can make clear that certain tactics will be strongly resisted. Yeah, certainly part of his playbook was understanding that other people understand force and the threat of force. And that, you know, peace through strength, though not exactly his coined phrase, the phrase that, you know, Reagan used that certainly was the guiding philosophy, uh, that he understood that completely that was the whole basis of thinking about our nuclear deterrence strategy right you've got to make the russians or at the time the soviet union you've got to make the soviet union believe that we are willing to kill everybody on the planet if they try to do it to us first and that is a ethically horrific position to take because you are holding the entire planet hostage which I mean, has been the United States nuclear deterrence strategy for now, what, almost 80 years, basically? I mean, maybe 70 years, okay? So we have been mutually, us and the now Russians, then the Soviet Union, of course, now the Chinese also, and we've been holding the planet hostage with nuclear weapons as a threat against the people who might use them first for 70 years. You don't think much about it, you know? But there it is. Anybody who lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis, you know, anybody who thinks about North Korea these days, this is certainly stuff that is simply true these days. It's still true, despite, you know, some of the disarmament that's taken place. But, you know, why do we seek to uh, prevent nuclear proliferation? Because we don't want anybody else getting added to the first strike capability, especially people who we think might be willing to first strike because dying in a giant blaze of martyr glory gets them benefits in heaven. Think Iran. Right. That's the reason why we want to prevent nuclear proliferation in those countries. But he was asked about this. You know, he was asked about um, nuclear nuclear deterrence by uh, I think this is Mike Wallace in 1958. And his answer. This means that against almost any form of attack, we base our policy on on a threat that will involve the destruction of all mankind. And this is too risky and I think too expensive. And yet, at the same time, much later on, he made the comment that, hey, you know, it's hard not to notice that we haven't had a nuclear war. And so maybe in the long run, you know, hard to argue with results. One of the positive outcomes of 
the policy that was in fact pursued by every American administration of both parties was that nuclear weapons have not been used for 75 years, nor were they used by any adversary. So that, I think, is an accomplishment. This is actually one of the illustrations that I used to teach in ethics when we would talk about a distinction between, and there's kind of, there's maybe three main branches of, uh, maybe four main branches of ethics. Um, one is called deontology and one is called consequentialism. And all you really need to know about the difference between them, if you don't remember your philosophy 101 class, is uh, deontology looks at the act itself as having ethical value. Consequentialism looks at the results of the act determining whether the act was right or wrong. And the example I always used as a critique of consequentialism is that you can never know the consequences of something when you're actually having to do the thing. You can anticipate, but it's very hard to know for sure. Nuclear weapons are a great example of this. You know, was it right or wrong to use the nuclear bomb on Japan twice? Nobody knows. You can't know. Well, Andrew, you know, it stopped that war. Okay, but then it led to the arms race, and the arms race threatened everybody. That was bad. I mean, good, then bad. And then... But we haven't had one because we used it and people saw what it did. Well, okay, so that makes it seem good. Yeah, but we could have one tomorrow. You know, Cuban Missile Crisis, for example. You know, it's you can't tell. But he's he's right that you know this policy of massive retaliation, survivability of first strike, right? You know that he helped shape that policy. The only guy in history to be the National Security Advisor and the Secretary of State, I believe that's correct. That he was the only one for both. Uh, you know, Nixon then Nixon resigned and then Ford. Um, and, you know, he was actually asked at the time when uh, Nixon was still president by, I think it was Ted Koppel was asking him whether, you know, if you thought that Nixon was manipulating foreign policy for domestic political gain, what would you do? Mr. Secretary, if you ever felt that foreign policy was being manipulated for the sake of domestic political reasons, what would you do? I would resign, and I would say so publicly. Foreign policy has to reflect the continuing values of the American people. And it cannot be the subject of partisan policy. I completely agree. I absolutely agree um, that there has to be a consistency there precisely because we turn over government so frequently. You can't just be switching up foreign policy all the time or the international actors that we deal with have no idea what they're dealing with. And that creates an instability, which is itself the enemy of foreign relations. You know, instability is the problem. Okay, Uh, at least stability is predictable, much like markets, why you don't change the rules around uh, economics very often or frequently because businesses don't know what to do. And then that creates the problem. He got the Medal of Freedom uh, from Ford. He got the, uh, you know, the the Peace Prize, Nobel Peace Prize, which, of course, that was a weird situation. And then it wound up that the after, you know, the U.S. was kind of in the process of withdrawing uh, the North again, invaded and, of course, led to the fall of Saigon two years after he got the Nobel Peace Prize. So a bit of a dubious honor historically. But he said he was you know, proud of that. He also told Barbara Walters that, um, I mean, I would do it all again, basically. If I had to do it over again, I would do again substantially the same way, which may make me unreconstructed while I'm at peace with myself. Yeah. And, you know, at the same time, my favorite quote from him really is that, you know, people who are not uh, people who are born here are the ones who really don't have the ability to understand what America is all about. Native born Americans cannot experience what this country means. The immigrant is the only one who's really in a position to know what it means to not be and then become an American and can really understand the value of it. So Henry Kissinger. 
incredibly influential person in this country and in the world died at the age of 100 yesterday. 618 on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Well, uh, Highway 90, just before it merges with Davis Highway, um, a vehicle crash has been reported in that area with power lines in the roadway. So if you're if you're headed down nine miles just before it, it merges uh, with Davis Highway, uh, just look for an accident there. There may be some uh, power lines in the roadway. Uh, crews, I'm sure, will be on the scene, if not already. Otherwise, we're looking good. 98 Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Windhaven, nothing slowing you down. Also, 29 through Cantonment's flowing smoothly. This traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Executive Landscaping is big enough to get the job done, yet small enough to care. Call 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. That's 250-3756 for Executive Landscaping. If you see anything out there this morning slowing you down, 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you're curious if there might be a different way to do Healthcare, uh, Pro Health Florida. They have seven locations around the area Milton, Crestview, Fort Walton, Pensacola on Summit, Pensacola on College, behind Sam's, Santa Rosa Beach, Gulf Breeze, uh, next to Whataburger, across from Andrews. They are perennially voted best of the Bay, best of the coast, best of Pensacola for more than 35 years. Locally owned, female owned company providing both walk in and uh, primary care and urgent care. On a walk-in basis, eight to four, they're open Monday through Friday at uh, most at all the locations. Then eight to one on Saturdays at the Pensacola location by Sam's Club. They do lab work, drug screens, health screens. They can help you lose weight, and they have an alternative to insurance, or some people use it as a supplement to their insurance, called the Pro Health Medical Membership Plan. Gives you unlimited primary care visits with no copay. 24-7 teledoc, annual physical, flu shot, B12 shot, 25% discount on lab work and procedures, and they say no catches, you know, so how much? $45 a month. Some people use it instead of insurance, some people use it in addition to insurance because they don't want to deal with the challenges that insurance brings them or the cost, you know, copays and deductibles and all of that. So if you want to find out more, go to any of the locations or check them out online at ProHealthFL.com. For the fitness enthusiast on your list, your first stop should be Running Wild. Running Wild specializes in fitting every person to the proper shoe, apparel, and training designed for their unique needs. Sometimes that perfect gift is a gift certificate. Running Wild takes pride in serving, teaching, and encouraging customers to reach new goals. The experts at Running Wild are ready to help you find the perfect gift with locations in Pensacola and Fairhope. Follow them on Facebook or shop online at WeRunWild.com. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish and fresh Gulf seafood, as well as generous portions of their delicious southern sides. Back by popular demand, every Thursday is Shrimptastic Thursday, featuring $5 off their popcorn shrimp dinner or all-you-can-eat popcorn shrimp dinner. Serving fresh seafood daily, visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. Welcome to David's, where southern and seafood meet. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know when to buy or sell? You'll need an expert to help you. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9 a.m. right after Pensacola Morning News to hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with Leavenworth Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's today at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today and learn more with Mary on Demand. Take the self-guided education series at your own pace. You'll decide what you'd like to learn and when. Visit mary.famu.edu to learn more. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. Mary, educate, learn, talk. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights at 7 after Pensacola, right now on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Like, what are my skills? Well, you have a sweet bike, and you're really good at hooking up with chicks. Plus, you're like the only guy at school who has a mustache. That's true. on grave sites right now? Uh, potentially in the sense that we anticipate, you know, the burial ground in this space. Um, we're still surveying and still working through it, so it, there is potential. I love Adrian Walker. She's so great. And she epitomizes to me the way a genuine scientist or a, a researcher responds, which is always cautious. <laughs> you know, just... Yeah, yeah. We've made a lot of progress on the study, and we still have a ways to go. Uh, finding the map from 1884 that depicted the burial ground uh, helped us to determine where to look. So they're talking about the Miraflores Park over there off of 17th Avenue, uh, just to the west there, uh, where the you know remains were discovered by the Boy Scouts in a crawl space. Uh, and then now they're doing ground-penetrating radar to see if that, in conjunction with a uh, an old map and a description from a newspaper printing uh, all seem to indicate that there might have been a burial site in the in the area maybe for black people and uh, you know just trying to figure out what the truth is about that site because you know it would other it would therefore be a historical site but I think between the archival research we've done and now getting to do this ground-penetrating radar survey, uh, we have mounting evidence for this. Yeah, and it seems to be that way. Of course, we're always learning more, but yesterday, D.C. Reeves, Mayor of Prince Cole, did a press conference about this, and they talked about the results, and yeah, you know, it looks like they've got more human remains have been found, you know, and they're continuing to do looking and doing the ground-penetrating radar. Uh, I love the comment. Judy Ben's one of my favorites. Um, you know, she's actually kind of the other way around. She she will make the statement that's fun on TV, you know, or fun on the radio. And, uh, you know, of course, an archaeologist herself and the former president at UWF. This is what she told Channel 3 last night. Millions of people have lived in Florida over the last 500 years, and they've all died, except those of us who are living. And their human graves are, and cemeteries are real. I don't want to say all over, but there are a lot of them. I wouldn't be surprised in Escambia and Santa Rosa County to have scores of unmarked cemeteries. Yeah, it stands to reason. Absolutely stands to reason. I love that this is another example, by the way, of sort of just curious individuals doing research that seems to be shaping the discoveries made by professional archaeologists and historians. Uh, similarly with the, you know, the wrecks that they found several years ago, uh, you know, relating to uh, DeLuna. So it's, I mean, that's good too. People are curious and they go do their work, right? 626 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. 
Well, we have a uh, accident reported with power lines possibly on the road on Highway 90 uh, just before it merges with Davis Highway. Uh, vehicle crash was reported there earlier, and it is showing on the map that possible it could be could be power lines still in the roadway. I'm sure crews are on the scene there. Uh, if anybody has eyes on that, go ahead and shoot me a text. Um, otherwise, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking and clear. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven, nothing slowing you down there. And 29 through Cantonment is flowing smoothly. Uh, like I said, if you see anything, keep those traffic tips coming in. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I mean, come on. It's got to be safe to drive over power lines in the road. you got rubber tires to insulate you, right? Right. Everybody's seen no, it. it's a mad, mad, no, mad world. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, the uh, truce between Israel and Hamas has been extended for another day. The Israeli military uh, has said that the temporary ceasefire will continue for the process of releasing more hostages uh, subject to the terms of their agreement. J.P. Morgan Chase is warning that inflation may rise higher, and they believe that a recession would be a possibility. CEO Jamie Dimon was at the uh, New York Times Dealbook Summit this week. He says he believes interest rates could continue to rise. Wow. And that's, that's I don't don't need to hear that. No, that's not good news. And, and, and okay, you know, we talked a lot about how bad inflation was when it was really bad. It's really quite low now. I mean, that's not great. It's like, what, 3%, I think, 3.5%. So that's still not good. You don't want zero. Zero creates all kinds of other problems. But it isn't like, you know, 8 or 10 or 12 or whatever it was last summer. So, uh, But it doesn't need to go up. I'm good with the right. not going up. Go ahead, David. Sorry. Uh, and Google's former CEO says he believes artificial intelligence could endanger humanity within the decade. Eric Schmidt was at Axios's AI Plus Summit. He likened the development of AI to the development of nuclear weapons during World War II. Uh, we already know. We've seen the movies. <laughs> we are aware. The documentaries, Andrew. That's exactly right. The pre-documentaries. Oh, we got a note in here. Somebody says uh, they said that uh, Nandi merging on a Davis is all clear. Just drove through it. So... Good news. We'll take awesome. that. We'll take Thank that you very much. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Love the quick feedback. 437-1620-437-1620. If, um, if you're thinking about, uh, uh, I don't know, what, what you want to do for a documentary record for your home. You know, like, you, and I know you might think, like, well, why would it, okay, hurricane season is almost over. One more day. Don't relax just yet. Uh, I mean, today's the last day. But, um, you know, what happens is when you get damaged to your home, it's good to have a documentary record of what it was like before. And so that's why you go through the house with your camera and take a video and you talk through it and you explain what you've got and you take pictures. Okay, that's true. Uh, what about the outside? Pictures are good. A drone is better. And one of the things that people use Pelican drones for is to survey their home from the outside so that you can really make sure that you've got a good documentary record of what it is if, God forbid, a tree falls or a storm hits or a tornado. We do have those once in a while here. Uh, but not just that. You can use it to showcase a, uh, a something that you want to sell. You can use it for an ad online that you would, you know, maybe promoting your business, promoting your restaurant. And Pelican Drones can do comprehensive drone or ground-based video with production, and at the end, you own the product. So they want, you know, you want to do a one-minute video for online marketing of whatever you've got, a vacation rental, let's say. Call Pelican Drones to put that together for you. At the end, you own it. You can use it however you want. They also do 3D walk-around immersive imaging called Matterport, where if you're like in the middle of construction for your home, like they've got the studs and the pipes in but don't have the drywall, do a Matterport, and then you've got a permanent record of where everything is in case you want to do construction or hang you know, hang something up later on. You know where not to drill or where not to cut. Anyway, all kinds of video applications, and they are fantastic at what they do. Pelican drones, find them at Pelican Drones. 
Debate.com. 437-1620, the debate tonight. Uh, Governor DeSantis and Governor Newsom are going to debate tonight uh, here on News Radio. We will carry it live for you starting at 8 o'clock. Scheduled to go 90 minutes. We'll have programming through 10 o'clock on that. So it uh, should be very, I would say, interesting. Time remains to find out whether it's going to be relevant to the presidential contest. But as far as a clash of ideas, I'm kind of optimistic this could be good. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. An Israel-Hamas ceasefire is extended through today at least. Three Israelis, though, are shot and killed in Jerusalem. Police say two attackers arrived at the entrance to Jerusalem by car. They opened fire at a crowded bus stop. Among the dead, a 16-year-old girl. The shooters were themselves killed by a pair of off-duty soldiers and another civilian. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Former Secretary of State and National Security Advisor Henry Kissinger died. He was 100 years old current Secretary of State Antony Blinken in Israel. Few people uh, were better students of history. Even fewer people did more to shape history than Henry Kissinger. About criticism, he put American power above civilian life in other countries like Cambodia and Chile. Kissinger said a country that demands moral perfection in its foreign policy will achieve neither perfection nor security. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631 at News Radio 92.3. A chilly Florida morning here, 38 degrees and partly cloudy skies right now. The uh, city of Pensacola says it is likely that additional bodies are buried at Miraflores Park, which would confirm the presence of a historic African-American cemetery there. There has been compelling evidence found that there's uh, an unmarked burial ground here. Could we be standing on grave sites right now? Uh potentially in the sense that we anticipate you know the burial ground in this space um, we're still surveying and still working through it so it, there is potential uh, that for mayor dc reeves and adrian walker with the uwf historic trust the investigation started back in 2021 when boy scouts found skeletal remains in a crawl space at the old boy scouts building the site of the park was likely used as a cemetery in the mid 1880s this week the city of pensacola started a ground penetrating radar study which was funded by the national park service well after sustaining damage during hurricane sally that was more than three years ago now the repair work is set to begin at the casino beach fishing pier on pensacola beach county leaders say the work is expected to be completed by may but the pier will be closed while construction is going on the repairs being made include repairs to timber railing and uh, deck panels also, they'll be replacing lighting, water lines, and the entrance gate. Crews will also be installing viewing scopes, cameras, and benches. The construction costs are estimated at about $4.2 million. Governor Ron DeSantis is debating California Governor Gavin Newsom tonight in a debate that's been highly anticipated. But it's sort of faded from the news as DeSantis has dropped in the polls. Um, so... In some ways, uh, the DeSantis camp really needs to hype up this event. And that is uh, Barry University's Sean Foreman, and he believes that you'll see DeBanis's real debating skills in a way they haven't been highlighted during recent presidential debates. The debate will air on Fox News. We'll also carry that live here on News Radio 92.3. It's been uh, touted as debating red state versus blue state policies. Well, the state's dispute over a drag show with a Miami hotel is now over. 
The Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation announced a settlement yesterday with the Hyatt Regency in Miami. The hotel will pay a $5,000 fine. The business had been accused of allowing children to watch a drag show the state labeled lewd and lascivious. That's against state law. The hotel was charged with multiple crimes because of it. And Gabby Petito's legacy might live on in a new piece of Florida legislation. Senate Democratic leader Lauren Book filed the Gabby Petito Act yesterday. The proposed law would require police officers to complete a lethality assessment form during domestic violence investigations. The uh, form is designed to evaluate the potential for serious injury or death in a domestic violence situation. Petito's father says the family is united in support of that law. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. All right, we had an accident earlier this morning just west of the Davis Highway 9-mile interchange on 9-mile Road. Um, emergency and power crews are on the scene right now diverting traffic around uh, where some diverted, uh, I'm sorry, where some downed power lines are. So they're diverting traffic around those. Um, that, I've got a, a note from David Wayne in our news uh, room. He checked out uh, with uh, Florida Power and Light, said that they should have the power restored in that area in the next hour. So uh, it's down. Hopefully 30 minutes to an hour they'll have power restored in that area. So so just uh, if, if you're headed down uh, Davis Highway or Nine Mile, uh, right where they merge, we, uh, we do have power crews on the scene getting some power lines back up. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace, though, is looking good through to Scenic Highway. Um, 98 in Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Windhaven, nothing slowing you down this morning yet. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore Cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. And, um, yeah, if you, if you see anything else out there, just please let us know. Thanks for all the tips this morning. Uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors. Frontier Motors is the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. We are going to see a chilly day today with temperatures warming up in the afternoon near 67 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Overnight tonight, staying much warmer in the 60, 61 degrees. For Friday, 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 74. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 65 degrees. Wet weather continues into your Saturday with a high near 73, 80% chance of rain. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 65. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. It is 38 degrees in Pensacola, 43 in Gulf Breeze, and it's 33 in Milton. Our next news at 7 and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with Your Money Now. NASCAR has struck new television and streaming rights deals worth $7.7 billion with media partners, including Amazon, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Fox. As interest in the sport grows, the Wall Street Journal says the value of NASCAR's new seven-year deals is 40% higher than its prior arrangements. The new deals, which take effect in 2025 and run through 2031, highlight the wide range of entertainment companies embracing motorsport and the growing popularity of streaming as a way consumers watch races. CEOs from several social media companies, including Meta, X, TikTok, Snap, and Discord, are slated to testify 
at a January 31st Senate hearing on online child sexual exploitation. Reuters says X and Discord at first balked at participating in the panel, refusing to accept a subpoena, but they have since agreed to participate. It will also mark the first appearance by TikTok CEO in front of U.S. lawmakers since he faced a barrage of questions in March. And that's your money now. Did you forget to add stamps.com to your holiday wish list last year? Well, we all make mistakes. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money during the holiday rush for 25 years. Get exclusive rates up to 84% off USPS and UPS services you need right from an easy-to-use mobile app. The holidays are hard enough. Make things easy with Stamps.com. Use code TIMESAVER for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code TIMESAVER. Thinning hair is normal. But it doesn't have to be your fate. Once I started taking Nutrafol, I could visibly see my hair get thicker. It made my hair stronger. Nutrafol, the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. You've got nothing to lose and everything to grow. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at Anderson Subaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or AndersonSubaru.com slash share for details. Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 10 a.m. Key Marine Center is sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. It's a dream team, so join them tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This is Joe Ford with Pensacola Right Now. I can happily wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I can't wait to spend the next month listening to Christmas music and giving my nine-month-old little girl her first screenings of The Santa Claus, Home Alone, A Charlie Brown Christmas, and of course, It's a Wonderful Life. Merry Christmas from my family and from all of us at News Radio 92.3. Merry Christmas. <laughs> News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, 
641 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We are in the lull period where there are very, very few public meetings of the Escambia County Commission and everybody else, too. It's like, you know, holiday season. Nevertheless, we still check in with the county administrator, Wes Moreno of Escambia County, every week. Uh, Wes, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning, Andrew. It's great to be here this morning. Good morning. It's good to have you, despite the cold, uh, or maybe because of it. Good to be in the studio. Hey, um, obviously, the the big story yesterday was the PNJ uh, publishing their uh, narrative about this text messages between Jeff Bergash and David Bear. And I know, look, the county's involved in a lawsuit with Ramey Edler over this. The county's involved with an FBI investigation uh, over how all of this was handled. You know, I, I get there's a lot of complexity to this. But I also wanted to give you a chance, since you are the county administrator, um, and you know, I know you work for them, right? I get that too. But I wanted to give you a chance to comment, if you want, about you know, kind of the perception that maybe Commissioner Bergash, according to the text, was like trying to organize a voting block on a voting issue for the county outside of the sunshine or outside of the normal meeting process. And I don't know whether that concerns you or kind of what your perspective is on this. I kind of feel like an open-ended question is, what does Wes want to say about this, if anything? Well, I guess my biggest frustration is I think it's a distraction. I think it's all the distraction to the real work that goes on. I think it's a distraction that overshadows all the good work that goes on in Scammy County. Uh, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things going on or, or involved in this case and involved in um, this incident and, or event or whatever you want to call it. But my biggest frustration is that it's just a distraction. Um, we have all kinds of good work that goes on every day and it doesn't get reported. doesn't get, doesn't get any coverage. And, uh, I guess for right now, that's, that would be my comment. It's, it's just, it's a distraction. It's a frustration, but it is what it is, but we're going to continue to put out good work or continues to serve the citizens and, do all the good things that we do every day, day in and day out. Well, as you know, one of the things we try to do, or I try to do anyway, is publicize the good news, too. Uh, you know, I don't know that everybody does, but I know that we certainly try to. And one of the good news notes that I discovered in the weekly uh, DPS uh, report was, and you and I have talked about the ambulance fleet for EMS, okay? But do I mm-hmm. read this right? Eight trucks, eight EMS ambulances in production, eight more coming, and Chief Torcell was working on securing three additional. That would be 19 new ambulances. Is that accurate? That is accurate. We are, you know, I guess that's my other frustration. You know, EMS is getting dinged on by some disgruntled employees, current disgruntled employees, former disgruntled employees, and uh, for whatever reason, some people are being willing to be used as a pawn. But look where we were three years ago. Look where we were four years ago. And look where we are today, from staffing levels to all the stuff that's been going on. And, again, it's, it's some of the things that happen that, that, that get out there, uh, they're a distraction. Look at EMS today. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. But compared to where we were, look where we are today. We're fully staffed, and we have ambulance that's coming. Uh, you know, I'd love to be able to go to the lot, pick one up, and bring it back, but we can't do that. It takes some time to get them here. But the board has been very supportive of EMS, and we're putting money into EMS. Uh, we got the core program going; that's very successful. Oh and yeah, we're how many? More fleet sorry, I don't the, mean to interrupt, but onto you, the road. How many? How many people have come through core so far? I'm glad you you brought that up. Do you know? Do you have a like a? Kind I want to say uh, the last number I think I heard was. 
10 to 12, I think, something of that, of that nature. Okay, and for people who don't um, know, this is the voluntary program to get uh, treatment through uh, drug therapy to avoid the desire to use or the ability to enjoy the use of opioids. When people overdose, you offer it to them, and then it's a county or overseen program. So 10 or 12. Okay, great. And by, I'm sorry, I kind of interrupted you. You were saying more about EMS. Go ahead. No, no, I, no I just think, well, I think we're in a much better place than we were, uh, regardless of, of what folks like to say. You, you know I. So a part of me wants to believe that, and yet when I look at the the held calls report, it's still like holding call. Not all the time. There are days when we go no held calls, but it seems like it's still this persistent problem. And I, I know, you know, in the past, you and I have talked a lot about you know staffing shortages or you know COVID calls or frivolous calls. Um, Where's the next point of attack on this problem from your perspective? If we got the trucks coming, which is a great upgrade to a fleet that's only maybe in the, what, 30s or so, i got to guess, ambulances. So that's a major upgrade to the fleet. What's the next point of attack for you on solving the EMS calls being held? Well, one thing, we're bringing in more paramedics, more MTs coming in January, February time frame. We have, um, you know, we added nine new paramedics, nine new MTs. Uh, in this year's budget, board was supportive. They've supported funding that, and they have. And so we're bringing those on board, and they should come in. Some of them are coming in now. The, the rest of them will come in about Jan- 10 more Ten more coming in around January, February time frame. So that's part of the strategy. And then uh, just sitting down with uh, Chief Tercel and Eric uh, as actually this morning about 9 a.m., and talking other strategies, so we'll oh, see where we want great. to land with that. But, but, uh, but we're working on it. I, well, mean, I, I look forward to hearing about that next <laughs> yeah. week. I mean, that's I, I w- I'm very curious to see what you guys come up with. Uh, we're talking to Wes Moreno. He's the Escambia County Administrator. Hold on for just a second, Wes. Let's get traffic on the fives with Jake. Well, we had an earlier accident this morning uh, just west of the Davis Highway uh, Nine Mile Interchange. It's causing some slowdown on Nine Mile Road westbound. Uh, emergency and power crews are on the scene diverting traffic around some downed power lines. Uh, David Wayne in our newsroom just gave me an update from uh, Florida Power and Light saying they should have the power restored in that area hopefully early in the next hour. Uh, otherwise, Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore Cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is looking good through to Scenic Highway. 98 Gulf Breeze Navarre in Winhaven, nothing slowing you down this morning. Highway 29, accident-free, I already said that one. And uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Lowe's. Uh, save big every day during their 25 days of deals at Lowe's. Shop daily deals for the whole home. Lowe's 25 days of deals. Keep your traffic reports coming in to me. It really helps me out. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Jake. Back to Wes Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator. Uh, Wes, I'm going to tell you what I think I know about the pier, and then you tell me what I don't understand or maybe add you know, your, your comments to it. Uh, the way I understood it is uh, it's been damaged from Sally. It's needing to have massive repairs. FEMA dragged their feet. We finally got FEMA funding set up. We put out for bid. Uh, They were going to try to have the work done during the shoulder season entirely so as to avoid impacting the uh, the fishing. That bid came back at $8 million, way too high. We reconfigured the bid. Now it's back around $4 million, and that's why some of the delay has taken place in getting the thing started. But we're still hoping to get it going and ended by May to have minimal impact on uh, the kids and the fishermen. Do I have that about right? That is exactly right. Yay! <laughs> so, but how optimistic are you? Or tell me, I mean, because we can't have the pier out during fishing season, right? So things never quite go the way we're expecting. 
Should we realistically expect it to be open in May? I'm going to say yes, Andrew. I, I think I think the uh, emphasis that we're going to put on the contractors is short. It, gets our, it really is kind of an abbreviated time frame, so I get that. But uh, you know, we're going to drive we're going to drive the work, drive the contractor. We're going to be out there with our construction engineering inspection every day, and we're going to make sure that, that we do everything we can possibly do uh, to make sure we hit that deadline. Now, there are things that are out of our control. You know, we run into a week of rain. That's that's usually not good for us, but we're going to plan. We're going to plan to be open in May. And um, you know, I was telling somebody this week we were talking about that. I said, you know, the thing is, there really is no shoulder season out there anymore. Yeah, that's it's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get a. It's cold this week, but it's you know next week. I don't know what the weather's going to be, but if it hits seventy. You'll probably get twenty thousand cars on the pier. Right, and, it is. Yeah, if, and if you're walking on the pier, you're not the only one walking on the pier, and there's people fishing on it. I mean, that just is right. So mm-hmm. there, there's yeah. no, there's no real downtime anymore. Um, speaking of that, just a small note, but I thought it was interesting. The Pensacola Rotary is going to put some of these rescue tubes out on Pensacola Beach. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Dave Greenwood, I think, has been coordinating with some of that, and they they rode the beach the other day, and picked out some locations. And uh, so, so, yeah, they'll be going in, and I think his, you know, his take is, hey, if, uh, you know, somebody's going to go in and try to try to help somebody or rescue somebody, at least they could take a flotation device with them. And so that's what we're going to be doing. And those are the ones that have already been put in out in Perito, and so, you know, seeing how that developed, which, you know, good, is better than not having anything at all. I'd appreciate that. Also, there was, a, I guess, a fire on the Southwest Greenway, the boardwalk area over there on the west side, that it's now cl- is it all closed, partially closed? How long is that going to take to repair? Uh, I'm not sure of the time frame on the repair. Yeah, somebody, I don't know if somebody set a fire trying to stay warm or what, but there's a section of the walkway that that was burned, and so there's a gap in it. Um, I'm not sure on the time frame to get repaired. I know Michael Rhodes is aware of it, and he's putting it in his work plan. But I don't know the exact time frame for it. And, and is is it just partially closed in that zone, or is it like the whole thing is closed? I, I wasn't clear from the the press release. No, the whole thing is not closed. Yeah, okay. the whole thing is not closed. But when you get to that point, uh, you need to turn around and go back. Oh, way okay. You so you just you, you you just can't get there from here is all that means right now. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, and then the last thing I want to ask you about is the um, uh, empty the shelters initiative, which starts tomorrow, right at the uh, shelter, at the animal shelter. Yeah, yeah, they, it does. Uh, it does. John Robinson is man. I tell you, he's he's one of the best. He's the best of the best. He's very creative. Uh, he gets a lot of these initiatives. He gets involved in a lot of these initiatives uh, as far as trying to empty the shelters, keep the shelters manageable, keep the shelter manageable with the number of animals that we have over there. And so, yeah, he's he's involved in that. And you'll you'll probably see some more press release about that. Very good. My understanding is basically, other than puppies, you can get animals for free, uh, at least for the first couple of weeks of December. Mm-hmm. So, But as always, the note is, uh, don't think that a puppy is a Christmas gift unless the person you're giving it to really, 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 really <laughs> wants it and is understanding the cost involved and the difficulty involved in raising an animal. Wes, the cost and the difficulty and the responsibility, absolutely. We don't want to have return visits from that same uh, puppy coming back, or that same dog coming back. Uh, Wes Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator, as always, Wes, thanks so much for the time. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank you now. 653 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. 
Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Join Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric today at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric is one of the least expensive hurricane protection systems available. It is strong and safe and defends against wind, water, and flying debris. The professionals from Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric will be here to take your calls and answer any questions you may have about protecting your home and family during a storm. On the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3 all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio923.com. This is Renee with Jim's Firearms wishing you a safe holiday. Please don't text and drive. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Darren Costello at Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli Fine Wine and Cheeses. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Jessica with Pensacola's Kia Autosport. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The Pensacola Expert Panel, Pep Talk, 9 to 11, before Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. National average for a gallon of gas, 324. Florida averages 317. Uh, Mississippi averages uh, 276, and California is 484. In Navarre, east of the Walmart, 279, 266 at the West Mall. I don't know why the big discrepancy. That's pretty rare, but there it is. Uh, so go west, young man. Uh, t- check that out. 299 at the Murphy for the Garcon Point Bridge, but 269 like a mile west of there at the Circle K. So, again, don't ask me. I don't know the answer why that's the case. 299 in Gulf Breeze at the Raceway. Uh, sorry, at the Exxon. Uh, 271 in Milton at the um, – uh, that's the Raceway. 296 in P Ridge at the Murphy. Goodness, these prices are all over the place. Two ninety nine going through pace, so I guess we're kind of like I said yesterday in the middle of a price jump. Get it in the seventies, not in the nineties. Uh, two seventy one on Nine Mile at the uh, Walmart. Meanwhile, two ninety seven at the Murphy uh, in front of the Walmart on US twenty nine. Coming in from the southwest side, looks like uh, two eighty five is your best price at the Gas and Go on Navy Boulevard. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake, well, uh, if you're headed, uh, let's see. Let me start. Let me get back. Fade that music out there. I love that song, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so 
if you're headed uh, down Highway 90 west uh, through Milton and Pace, uh, you're looking good through to Scenic Highway, but once you get past Scenic, uh, if you stay on Nine Mile, however, there's uh, an earlier accident just west of the Davis Highway Nine Mile interchange there. Uh, emergency and power crews are on the scene diverting traffic around some downed power lines from that accident. Uh, David Wayne told me earlier he checked with uh, Florida Power and Light saying that they should have power restored in that area, hopefully in the next 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, otherwise, Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore Cutoff in Molina through Cantonment, 98 in Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven. Uh, not seeing anything slowing you down there this morning. Lillian, Jackson, Navy, and New Warrington on the west side, all accident-free. If you see anything out there this morning, though, let me know. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's got our headlines in the newsroom. David? Well, tonight, Governor and presidential candidate Ron DeSantis is hitting the debate stage, but... Without his fellow candidates for the Republican nomination for president, he's debating at California Governor Gavin Newsom. I'm hopeful that this is going to be a better expression of where candidates stand than when we see a bunch of Republicans or a bunch of Democrats on the stage who largely agree with each other but are trying to find differences. That is uh, Sean Foreman from Barry University. He says the debate's been uh, fairly highly anticipated, although it has faded from the news a little bit as DeSantis' poll numbers have dropped. Well, when the Koch brothers come in and back Nikki Haley... <laughs> All right. of a sudden, people are like, who's that guy from Florida who's running? But it should be interesting tonight. You can listen to that here on News Radio. Starting at 9. Mm-hmm. The uh, truce between Israel and Hamas. 8. I'm sorry. I said 9. Well, oh, yeah. Go ahead, David. Sorry. Uh, the truce between Israel and Hamas has been extended for another day. Hamas has been releasing 10 hostages per day. Israel's been releasing 30 Palestinian prisoners per day. All right. Thanks so much for the update. A quick future news here. Will there be sunshine law violation charges or investigation with regards to Jeff Bergash and the text messages? Investigation, but no charges. Same. Same, I, I think. Uh, but I hope, I don't know how they do an investigation except they get the whole, all the texts and really right. look at all of them. Uh, who wins the debate tonight? DeSantis. W- will it be genial and issues oriented or will it be mean and nasty? Uh, it'll be nasty. I really hope for genial, civil, and interesting. This is on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.